Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. Hi everybody, welcome to the Girl I Need a Podcast. I am about to let y'all hear a very vulnerable message that I like. No notes, just started recording because I felt the need to. So I hope somebody listening is blessed by this. But also I want to read the scripture to you guys. Um, because I mentioned it, but I didn't read it to full capacity. But it says, But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Also, if you hear something being hit in the video, because like I was playing with something in my hands, not thinking that it would not thinking about it, because normally when I record, um I record like how I'm recording now with just a notepad and my phone. But it's like, um, they when I was out there I put my phone down and I was playing with something in my hand so I'm so sorry if that's annoying but it doesn't last the entire video but anyway sorry the entire podcast but anyway have an amazing day and I hope that this blesses somebody out there or I hope it blesses you in some way but there's little nuggets for sure and I think it gets funny in the end okay bye he cares for Wait on the Lord, he'll work it. No, wait on the Lord, it's gonna work for us. Say, wait on the Lord, shall renew their strength. They shall walk upon wings just like an eagle that's sore. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and never faint. Wait. On the Lord, and I say, wait on the Lord. Sorry if y'all had to listen to that. Um, this is gonna be raw, unauthentic. I literally just walked through the door, and I started singing that song. And if we're gonna be a little bit vulnerable, which I want to be, because I feel like vulnerability helps with other people. I am currently going through a season which is very different for me, and I think that's how you know you're living. I think if every season was the same, then it's like. Are you actually living? Are you actually growing? Are you actually being stretched? Because if everything looks exactly the same, feels exactly the same, there's no, there's no road bumps, there's no mountains to climb, there's nothing to overcome. How exactly, how exactly do you know that you're growing in any capacity or you're being stretched or, you know what I mean? So basically, long story short, I was driving in my car. And when I'm driving in my car, for some reason, that's when I begin to think. And that's when sometimes emotions hit. And I started crying and I was like, God, what is going on? I was like, God, I'm tired of crying because I'm not an emotional person. But this year has been an emotional roller coaster for Deschanel. And long story short, I won't get into the details uh, because when I do that, I want to have it planned in the way I share it with you guys. Because like I said, I just walked. Through. I'm still standing out fully dressed, by the way. Actually, I took off my jacket and my shoes. So I'm in socks and my the rest of my outfit. But that song just really hit me and that's what i needed to hear because as i was driving i was like god when will it be my turn like how is it how is it that i'm i'm feeling this way and as i begin to like think about it i was like first of all i know god i know that you're good and i know that every like things will happen according to your plan and to your will so i was like god why am i so broken 
Because I trust, like, why do I feel so broken right now? But I trust you more than anything. Like, I know that. And I know that the, the, the life you have given me, unmatched. Like, I couldn't have written it better for myself. So I was like, God, but why am I sad? Like, I couldn't even explain to myself why I was sad. I was like, God, I don't even want that thing that I'm crying over. I was like, God, this thing? You know me. And you know me and you were sitting down talking about it a little early. And I was like, God, I don't actually want that. But if it's your will, I'm going to go with the flow. And the thing is, God, we know the scripture. God will grant us the desires of our hearts. So why was I? This was me early, me and God early this year. We would, I was talking to him and I was like, God, okay, if this is your will, I'm going to lower my standards. I'm going to lower what I want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and compromise. And I'll figure it out, God. I'll figure out, I'll figure out how to make this work. God doesn't want us to figure out how to make anything work. Like, that's not how it is. He's God. He knows who you are. He knows what he created you to be. He knows what your desires would have been on, what is today's date? I don't even know, December 2nd. He knows where you would have been standing at this exact moment that you're listening to this, sitting at this exact moment to this in your show. Wherever you are listening to this, he knows that you would have been this and maybe you needed this message and maybe that's why I had to feel broken in my car today. I don't know. But long story short, what I want you to know is, first of all, you're not alone in this. Nobody's life is perfect. I have an incredible life. I'm gonna tell that to anybody. When I am sad, some, I'd be sad and I'm thinking, Dishno, why are you sad? Your life is like, it's better than you wanted it to be. Like, I have an incredible life, but even I too get sad. Even I too talk to God about, God, how come I'm not here yet? Or God, how come, how come this situation is making me feel this way? How come I'm affected by this? So I know, I want you to know that number one, you're not alone in this. And life is about constant changes and growth and differences and things are going to happen that make you feel a certain way that you never thought it would happen. And things are going to happen and no matter how hard you try to fight to make it work or fight to it to be your way, it's not going to end up your way. And some things you just have to let go. And some things you look on and you're just like, God, how come that couldn't work out for me? You know, like, God, how come, how come I couldn't get that outcome or how come it didn't work out that way? And God, like, I have all these skills. I have what it takes. So why am I not there yet? Or how come it's not coming my way? Or where is it, God? You know? But sometimes I think it's just in moments we need to sit with him. And we need to get closer to him. And we need to take sweet walks with him. And we need to talk to him. And we need to read our Bibles with him. And we need to spend that quality time with him, you know? Because sometimes I think along the way things get a little exciting and we lose track. We lose focus. And we begin to look at something as it's the thing that we wanted when we were thinking clearly. Because we're no longer thinking clearly because this thing has now become, I don't want to say idol, but sometimes that's what it is. It's become this new idol or this new thing that we, we believe it's the best thing in the world. And it's like, no. I have better for you. What we discussed about back then, that is what we're still seeking for, but there's still, there's still some more growing that you need to do. So why is it that we, like I said, become distracted and we try to manipulate situations and sometimes when we manipulate situations, we get lost in the sauce and we end up hurt. And then I found myself saying, God, like, God, you got to help me get through this. Like, you got to help me get through this. And then I stopped and I think, but I was like, but Deshano, you brought this on yourself. But then I remembered, and I was just like, you brothers are so you have to get yourself through it. But then I remembered. And I was like, no, 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 you no, you don't. Because I serve a God who has who gives grace. And his mercies are new every morning. So when he created me, like I said, he knew exactly where I'd be standing. I'm saying this to you guys, and he knew exactly like that I would try and manipulate a situation for my outcome, and he would have to comfort me. He knew that. But that's why he knows that. 
Um, that's why he sent his Holy Spirit, because he knows that we're we going to do our own thing, you know, sometimes. And that's, not, and that's not good. So number one, I want you to know, like, I don't, like, I don't know where you're at. If you are at the happiest moment of your life, I thank God with you. I praise God with you, and I'm so excited for you. If you're like me and have an incredible life, but sometimes you focus on that one thing that didn't go your way, I want to I wanna encourage you to just be grateful for the things that are going your way and stop looking at, stop, stop looking at that one thing. And I know sometimes it's going to come up because the enemy, let me tell you, the enemy be enemy. And I think I say that a lot in this podcast, but it's like you have to know that when you look around, you are blessed. You are highly favored. You are one of a kind. You are, you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. The people who are for you will be for you. And those who are against you, who cares? Because the God we serve is for you. He have a good expected end for you. He, when he created you, he created your end. He knew where you would be in that end. He knew how he would help you climb to meet that end, to accomplish those things. And sometimes it's not on your timeline. And you want to know why it's not on your timeline? Because you don't know the timeline. Because you are just a human. And so am I. So why we believe we got to know the timeline or why we believe our timeline is who is, who is, it, is, is the final say? No! God's timeline is the final say. So I want to encourage you to do the last thing that he told you to do and just be, and just be fine. So if you and God discussed that y'all are gonna, that y'all, this is what you need to be doing and you know that that's what you need to be doing and something beautiful comes along and that wasn't a part of the plan, but it looks really good and it looks like it could be a part of the plan and it ends up hurting you in the end. I just want you to be encouraged just to go back. Just to go back to that last thing that you were supposed to be doing. Sometimes we fall away and sometimes we drift. But I think like that's a part of life. And that's the art of being human. But I heard something I think this week that said when God, um, when God like designed your I like designed the end of your life, or when he designed what you were created to do or gave you your purpose, he he knew he knew you would make this mistake. He was like, Yeah, they should not gonna do that. Mm-hmm, she will. Yes, Sarah. Sarah's gonna fall short there, but if Sarah returns back to me, no mercies. A fresh, a fresh amount of grace. Love that never stops. Love so unconditional, like we can't get it. Like he looks at you and sees your value, and he's the only person that knows every dirty thing about you. But he looks at you and sees a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, someone who is called out of darkness into light. He doesn't judge you or be like, like, oh, Deshna did that, kicked up. Like, no, like once you turn around and your heart is in the right place, right back on track. So the reason I start off with that poor singing is because literally I was, I was singing it. I was praising my God in that authentic way because like I said, 30 minutes ago, I was in my car and I was like, God, why not now? Why not me? Why couldn't I get the good outcome? Why couldn't I be smiling? Why, 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 why not in this time? Like, this seems like the best time, not, why not now, if not ever, you know? And then I was like, I was walking and I said, no, they that wait on the Lord. So while I'm awake, I'm awake. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So while you wait, 
Your strength is being filled. Your faith is being filled. God is pouring into you. He's blessing you. He's training you. He's um, probably putting your name into, into rooms. You never was thinking about because you want it now and you're thinking with your small minded, but he is getting you ready for five years from now from when it's about to be great, better than you could have ever, especially so they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall walk upon wings. So you walk in and you are victorious because you're about to take flight, okay? Now, I never fly before. I've been in a plane, but I've never like flew. But hey, if I'm flying, I'm going much faster than if I was walking, if I was catching a train, if I was um, crawling. So right now in my stage, I honestly feel like I'm probably crawling. I honestly think that at 26, I'm crawling. So if 26, I'm crawling and life is this good, imagine now that when I begin to walk and I begin to soar like an eagle, imagine where I'll be because why I waited on my father. I, I, I sought him. I heard that he heard my cry and he answered me. He knew my desires of my heart, but he was like, girl, you ain't ready for that. You ain't ready for that. Or he, or he knew the desires of my heart and was like, no, I have better for you. Or no, you think you can handle that, but you can't. And I need you to be okay with that because guess what? I am, like he said, he is God. I'm, I'm just stationary. So Dacian, I was just going with this flow. Like I said early in this thing, like I was like saying, I was like, God, why am I feeling this way? Because I know I trust you. So Dacian, if you know you trust him, wash your face and begin to dance. Dance like David did because at the end of this, at the end of this, I get to meet Jesus. At the end of this, all these things that went through a part in my life, it doesn't matter. It fades away. Yes, it matters to me right now. And yes, it feels like this big thing. And I'm like, God, what? what's happening? What's happening? But eternity, eternity, life is moving rapidly, rapidly, rapidly. I began, I got some terrible news two weeks ago and I'm still dealing with it. But it's like, I think that kind of showed me like, man, at any moment, at any time, we can get to meet Jesus. So sometimes we, like I said, we lose focus on what's a, what is really important. You know what is really important? Knowing your Bible. What is really important is pursuing Christ. What is really important is being kind to people out of the abundance of love that Jesus himself poured into you. And you just want to push that out, okay? Being disciples, bringing people in, loving people. When people do you wrong, don't oh, go and talk bad about them or don't go and, but go and love them in return, okay? And I feel like I'm, I'm kind of a people pleaser, which is I'm not, I never knew I was a people pleaser. I think I'm a people pleaser if I love the person. So I'm trying to balance out how not to people please, but also be loving and kind because I think everybody knows me to be very loving and kind, but I want that love and kind not to end up being like too much that I end up getting hurt all the time because that's not what God wants. He wants us to love and, but he also wants people to love us in return. He's going to put you in those right spaces. I know this is all over the place. Like I said, I'm literally just walked in my house and I'm just talking. But I want you to be encouraged that whatever is going on in your life. Like I said, if your life is fantastic, I let me tell you, hallelujah for you. Praise God for you. I do a dance. Let me do a dance with you. Woo! That one is for the person that on this that is incredibly happy and full of joy and full of life. Go out there and to continue to just soar. Congratulations on whatever it is you just got the great news to. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you, man. Like literally kisses, hugs, all the things. And then the one who has the good life and who like is kind of focusing on the thing that's not going their way. I want to encourage you 
to not let the enemy win, but turn your turn turn your focus back on Jesus and be like, Jesus, this life, man, thank you. Thank you so much. And for the person that life feels like nothing is going their way, I'm broken for you and I just want you to encourage you. I know, I know it's very, very, very hard to praise God through it, but praise him through it. Because as I was walking on my walk just now, I had the thought I said, when God created me, he knew I had the strength to get through it. And he created you and he knew you had the strength to get through it. We all have a story to share. Um, we all are writing different books. I know some of us will never put pen to paper to write an actual book, but there's always somebody watching us or someone, someone who needs to hear how God came through for us, you know, like how we, we couldn't, how we couldn't see a way out and there was a miracle. Okay. In our stupidity, God was already like, ah, yeah, I got that figured out because like I said, when he created us, he knew everything that we would do. He knew it all. And he's God. So I thank God that I don't have to trust in Deschanel. Because Deschanel doesn't know what she is eating on Monday. Like literally, I do not know what I'm wearing to church tomorrow. So I'm so grateful. I don't have to trust in anybody on this earth to give me an answer or to do it. To like, I, go, I go straight to the King of Kings. I go straight to my Heavenly Father. And I'm like, yeah, God, I'm sad, but you are here with me. And you know that in a couple of months or whenever, you know, you know the time when I look back at this and laugh. Like, you know the time I look back at this and cringe and be like, oh, you remember? And he'd be like, yeah, I remember. You know? <laughs> I don't actually know, but that's how I talked to him. I'm like, oh, you remember? <laughs> um, but I serve a God who knows my end. And he knows exactly how he's going to get me through this. And he knows exactly, he knew exactly that I would need grace at this time. He knew exactly that I would feel weak at this time and I would feel strong at this time. And he knew exactly the, the, the Holy Spirit to know exactly like the scriptures to like, um, or the songs to put in my spirit, you know? But I, the, I learned that song as a child and that's the song that got my spirits back out and, and encouraged me to start recording this and share this with you. And I hope I'm making sense on this hair podcast. <laughs> anyway teach their own and i was like thinking about it and i was like should i call someone to talk this out with them and i was like bro no i'm gonna talk to god about it because these people all they can say is ah you know i understand and i'm not saying like community is bad but i mean what i've realized another thing i've realized this year as well is man you can lose community just like that so you cannot put your um, your whole whereas community is great. You know, I tell I preach community to y'all a lot, I think, in the past as well, and I still preach that I believe community is very important. But what I'm saying is you need to be so close to God that even if your godly community can no longer be there for you, you ain't like, man, God has gone distance because no, God has not gone distance. You and God are tight. Your friends are just moving on to different things. Because sometimes, and I'm not saying like, oh, nobody betrayed me. Eh, calm down, everybody. What I'm saying is, you see how my voice is changing as I'm talking to y'all? <laughs> this is fun. Um, this is fun to hear like the excitement and personality come back. LOL. But anyway, what I'm saying is like, sometimes people get married. Sometimes people move states. Sometimes people go home. One of my closest friends, she's a, she was literally, man, she was my sister. 
right? Like text her. She, she would literally be the only person to like call me and be like, hey, what are you doing now? Are you free? Like, and I always wanted a friend like that to say, hey, what are you doing now? Are you free? Girl, let's ride, you know? And she was that person for me. And like I said, love her like sister to this day. She's still one of my closest friends. But guess what? She felt that it was necessary for her to go back home to the Bahamas. Like she felt like that was best for her. So it's like, if I had been like, okay, the only, the only God I see or the only godly community, I don't talk to God. I don't read my Bible. I don't pray. I just, I just me, me and my friend went to, me and my friend went to, when Winter had gone home, I would have been broken and I would have been like, God is no longer with me in Arkansas. He is, no. Winter went home. I cried. I think I cried twice, Winter. Girl, if you listen, I cried twice. And you know, I don't cry short. I cry long, you know, I'm invested in the cry. Um, but what I'm saying is, the next day, or the couple of hours later, like me and God was back. Like I was, even I was able to cry and talk to God about it. I was like, God, went to really gone? You don't want to change your mind? Like I was talking to God, I was like, God, you don't want to change your mind? Like, you know, because guess what? At the end of the day, I know who I'm talking to. I know who I have in my corner. I know who's for me. I know the God I serve. So it's like, if he takes these people away, like I said, nothing bad happened. She just needed to go home. So if he takes her to be her best self, if she takes a friend to get married and be the best, the best wife, if he takes a friend to move them to another state because he has the perfect job for them in another state, my friend Horab, beautiful girl, love her Horab. I know that you're going to listen to this one day. So, Hey girl, Horab like the mountain. That's what I call her. But Horab, Horab said, Hey, I don't want to come back to Arkansas. Like, I'm, and I'm like, bro, Horab, I'm co- come back. But it's like, these friends are living out their best lives in what God has done with them. So how can I now be sad that my community is going away or be devastated or be like, God is just, no, he's not. He is creating a new thing and doing beautiful things in the lives of others. And yes, I can get sad that, oh, my friends are moving away. But at the same time, I know that he is going to be pouring people in or bringing people in to assist and love and support and pray for and cover and protect and push forward and recruit and do all these different things with Deshanel. But Deshanel has to be able to wait on the Lord. Does that make sense? So yes, Deshanel is going through a season of change. Oh, there's so much change. And I was doing okay with the change back in like, I was actually like, back in September, I was like, okay, God, I see, I see the changes. I'm doing fine. And it was still change after change after change. And I was like, God, I'm still doing fine, but I'm barely holding on. And I felt like he wanted me to cling tighter. It's like, come closer. You clinging, but you clinging far away. Come cl- wait on me, but wait closely with me. You know? Like, you know, like when you want something bad for somebody, you would be all up under them waiting. Like sometimes like when you hungry, like I've never done this, but I feel like I would if I had a husband, like if my husband was like this professional chef, right? And I was like, Hey hubby, can you please make me, this is a long podcast. I'm, oh no, it's not 20 minutes. Okay. I'm like, Hey hubby, you're a professional chef. You know, you cook for me because you love me. Can you please make me my favorite dish? He was like, yeah, baby, give me 10 minutes. And I said, okay, I can wait 10 minutes. Yes. All right. And he's like, and he's like, okay. So he starts cooking it. Right. And man, I can smell that cooking. I smell like cooking. So I, I start to come a little closer. You know, I, I wasn't, I was in the bedroom at first, but I, I smell him turn the stove on. So I said, whoa, is it almost done? Yes. And I come out and I'm looking and I'm looking. King. and i'm probably in the kitchen you know sometimes they call him not a i don't know it's like a passenger princess and i think a 
a kitchen i don't know but i want to be a kitchen queen like i want to just be there to sit and watch you and talk to you so it's like now i'm like you're are you cooking me supper okay let me sit down let me talk to you finally with your day you know what i mean because this man is cooking up my favorites he's cooking it up and yes i'm waiting for him to cook it up but what am i doing while i wait for him to cook it up i'm sitting there talking to him i have a relationship with him i trust him because i'm not over him saying like did you add the did you add the seasonings that you know i like no this is my professional chef Tayshanel doesn't cook. Her hands are beautiful. She has nice nails on. And he knows that. He's like, yeah, my wife is beautiful. She doesn't cook. She doesn't need to. Oh my God, I love her. I just cook for her all the time. And he's and I'm not looking over his shoulder to say, did you add the pepper? No. I know he had the pepper because why? He's my, he's my husband who loves me, who knows this is my favorite dish. He knows exactly how to make it. He made it for me the first time and that's how I know it's my favorite dish. And also he's a professional chef. So I'm sitting down. I'm building this relationship with him. We're laughing. We're talking. But I'm not constantly there like... But now, think about it. If I now decide, he said, Dejanel, give me 10 minutes. Oh, this is good. I didn't even feel this analogy. Holy Spirit, I hope you're, I hope you're, oh, continue. But it's like, if he say now, Dejanel, give me 10 minutes. And I say, no, I want it now. I'm going to make it. And I said, uh, no, right? So, so let's say he coming home and he say like, take, uh, I don't know. Anyway, let me get back to it. So he said, give me 10 minutes. So now I to the stove, I turn it on. First of all, I'm not happy because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to be making it myself. And I don't trust myself because guess what? I don't know how to make dust dish. I never made it before. He made it for me all the time and he knows how to do it. But now I got to say, okay, how much butter? And I'm frustrated now, but how much butter? And he's like, what? Dishnell, give me 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, how much butter? And I got to put the butter in. He tell me how much butter. Then he was like, oh, you also need this. And then I guess what? I go to the fridge and guess what? I realize we don't even have that. But if I had waited the 10 minutes, he would have been able to see that we didn't have that. He'd be like, hey, Deschanel, we don't have that. Do you want something else? Or do you want me to run out of gas? You know what I mean? But it's like, because of my impatience, because of my inability to just trust what he needed to do with that 10 minutes was more important. You know what that 10 minutes, what he could have probably been doing? He could have probably been saying like, um, put it in the, the order, you know, the little um, delivery, because he knew like, oh, we didn't have the butter that we needed, didn't have the milk where we needed so hey, now the reason he said, hey, give me 10 minutes wasn't because he was busy doing something else. You know, it was because he had placed in a grocery order. This is good. Whoa. He had placed in a grocery order and he knew the groceries that were coming in would have the milk that he would need to create my favorite dish. Whoa. But guess what? I was impatient. So I gone to the stove with my bad attitude. Now, guess what? He mad. I'm mad. The dish ain't even complete. I burn up the stove. The house is on fire. All of these things because why? My nail chipped in the food and edible. Now guess what? We eating different. We eating dinner in different rooms. And guess what? Now I gotta go apologize to my man who was doing his best for me because why I didn't trust him. And I think that's what we do sometimes as Christians. God's like, God's like, I got you. I heard your prayer, but talk to me. Talk to me in this season because I have something coming that. For you, to you, that is needed. I have some connections I want you to make. I have some buildings. You know, I got some people you need to see. I got some things I need to do. I got some people I got to move around. I don't I don't know. I'm not God. I don't know what he's doing. But what I'm saying to you is, sometimes it's like the milk at the store. And your husband knows that the milk is not in the fridge. But you don't know that the milk is not in the fridge because you've never made it before. So the fridge might look full to capacity. You're like, we are rich. We got everything we need. And he's like... Yeah, we're rich, but we don't got everything we need for your favorite dish, for that thing that you want. And I, I, he's like, honey, I want you to have it. I love you. I want you to have it, and I want it to be better than the last time I made it for you. 
I even went above and beyond and I want to add some. You know how there's our truffles to every day? I want to add truffles gold to this one because I feel like you would even enjoy it a little bit more. I know it's your favorite dish, but I want it to be better because I love you and I want to give that to you. But like I said, we go out of our way and we like, man, I'm making myself because I'm impatient. I'm going to manipulate the situation because I'm impatient. And like I said, sometimes we end up really with our houses on fire because we went out of our way. So, as God bless others around you, as he blesses you, as he blesses, like, as, as he just blesses and pours out, I want you to know that you are also being blessed and part of too. Do you have something to eat today? Blessed. Do you have a roof over your head? Blessed. Do you have a car to drive? Blessed. Do you have friends? Blessed. Do you have a mother? Blessed. Do you have a father? Blessed. Do you have a sibling? Blessed. Are all of these people healthy? Blessed. Are all of these people kind of struggling like with um with health issues, but like they are still alive and they are still here? Blessed. Okay? Oh man, like I didn't get accepted to my dream school, but I got accepted to this other school. Blessed. I don't have my dream job, but I have a job. Blessed. I don't have a boyfriend, but I have I have friends that love me and are pouring into me and are treating me the way I never thought friends would treat me. Blessed. Stop measuring if you're blessed or not by what number one other people have and number two, what you don't have. Because like I said, blessed. But honey, we have to be able to look and be grateful for those blessings. So Father God, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for the girl or guy that's listening. But I want to thank you for the transformation that you did today in my heart. You led me from crying in my car to standing here being able to see just how good you are. And just to feel how good you are. And also to share that message. This very, very fresh message. With somebody who probably needed it more than I do. So Father God, I just want to lift you up with everybody that's listening. And I want you to know that we are desperate for you. We are hungry for you, God. I've never been so hungry for anything in my life than that your presence, Father God. To know you is the best thing I can ever do as I walk this earth. To, 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 to be in your will, to abide by your laws is the best thing I can do on this earth. So Father God, remove every distraction from me and the girl or guy listening right now in the name of Jesus and help us to refocus on you. Help us to be grateful for the blessings that you have given us. Help us to do your will and do it unapologetically. Whoever it offends is too bad because the only person we want, we want to make smile, we want to make happy, we want to make glad is you. And when we make you glad, all the dominoes fall right where they're supposed to because your way is better. It is not our responsibility to understand that, but it's our responsibility to follow your way. So Father God, as we cling to you, and as we trust you, Father God, may you continue to lead and guide us, protect us. We feel your love every day. And for the person in on this who doesn't feel your love, I pray that they feel your love every moment from now and moving forward. I pray that they begin to open their eyes to the way that you love them around them. Because if we're not looking for something, sometimes we don't see it when it's right in front of us. Because guess what? We ain't looking for it. We ain't looking for it. We've become conditioned to it just being there. But Father God, I hope that they feel your love and they know that you are near. You are near to the brokenhearted. So if someone's out there brokenhearted today, I know that you are close to them. And I pray that they feel that as well. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this message. I have no idea where it went. But I pray that the girl or guy listening felt the message or they understood like why it needed to be said.
Thank you, Lord, for giving me the courage to share it. Thank you, Lord, for telling me to press play because I was singing very badly. Um, Father God, I love you. And I'm excited to see the things you begin to do. Continue to pour inspiration into each and every one of us. Me for this podcast, the listeners for whatever it is, that you, the purpose you've placed. Continue to pour inspiration so they can go out and be lights, be beacons for your kingdom. Father God, we live, we breathe, we, we, we do everything. We walk, we talk, we drive, we hug, we kiss, we send text messages. We do this all to bring glory and honor to your kingdom. So Father God, bring us closer together. Father God, let us be okay with letting go. Father God, but let us be loving and kind with the let go. Help us be comforted as we let go of things that are not meant for us or not serving us anymore. Things you want to pull away because maybe it, it, it messed with our hearts or messed with our minds, Father God. But as you elevate us and as you take us and as we wait on you, help us to wait well. Help us to wait with the instructions you have given us. Help us to not be looking at what everybody else is doing, but be focused on what you have given us. But most importantly, be focused on you, our king. But help us to take what you have given us and not be like the, the person with the talent who buried it, but be the person with the talent who sowed it and spread it and, and, and multiplied it, Father God. Help us to multiply these talents. Help us to give and, and, and just give with effortlessly, with generosity. Help us to share. Help us to love. Father God, you know the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control. Help us to have these things. I cancel out anything that is not of the enemy. I cancel out anything that is from the enemy. And I just speak life over the person listening. Thank you, Lord, for doing a new thing. Thank you, God, for a new season. Thank you, God, for your transformation in our hearts. And Father God, you turn things around and you turn things around and you make them better than we can ever imagine. You make beauty from ashes. Father God, we submit to your will and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, pretty girl. Thank you for listening to that. And I hope that helped you. And I want you to know, I want you to know you're not alone. You're so loved. You're beautiful. You're valued. You're everything you need to be, but you just got to focus on what you're supposed to be focusing on. Thank you for listening. Have the best week. See you when I see you. Bye.